Yo, 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 what up, baby? Welcome to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. As usual, I'm your host, Oz, and welcome back to the new, the new show, the new edition. Yeah, again, this, this show is going to change starting today. This is, I believe, episode, yeah, this is episode 82. So for the first 81 episodes, I was really trying to figure out what the hell this show is going to be. I know it was, I knew it was going to be about the earthquakes. I knew it was going to be about MLS. I knew I wanted to focus around people that aren't too familiar with not just soccer, but also MLS, kind of bring them in. Yes, this is a, a young league. This is a growing league. This is also a fucking complicated league with, with rules and all this stuff. So so I wanted to be this, this kind of jumping off point for people that, that, that just were curious about MLS or had just picked a team or something, especially if it was the San Jose Earthquakes. Um, and, and again, I've been trying to figure out on the show, you know, on the air, what is it? How is it going to, how's it going to sound? How's it going to feel? And, and I think I, I got a nice little structure down. Um, again, previously they, they were pretty stream of conscious. Um, but as the quakes move on with their season and refuse to make any changes, and just pretend like everything will fix itself. I'm not that stubborn. I'm not that naive. And I know that this show needs a better structure to to keep to keep it going forward to help me, you know, with the editing and the recording and all that. It's still going to be about San Jose Earthquake. It's still going to be MLS. I'm still going to be drinking beers before and after. Um the huge thing is I don't know if if you can if this sounds different if this is your first time listening you're probably like no this sounds exactly the same if you've listened previously if this sounds different I've actually moved out of my office I used to record this in my office um, at work when everybody left at five o'clock you know I, I I would I would do my thing there but. Um, again, beyond this podcast, I also have several other podcasts. I actually own a podcast network. Um, so this football without hesitation is, is just one podcast within that network. The network is called Salad Bites Media. If you guys want to check it out again, Instagram, Twitter, it's, it's barely coming together. This is a, a couple month process. Actually, this all came together, this, the company because of a San Jose earthquake and this, this revamping this updating, this upgrading of what we're doing also came from that, the attitude of that same San Jose earthquake. And again, before I go any further, I definitely want to give a big shout out to Quincy Ameriquois, who has been a, a, a great deal of inspiration, a great motivation, not just to get this this company going, but also just just in life. You know, as, uh, we're, we're working together, trying to get a podcast get, get going for him. Um but it, it was really interesting to uh, he he's obviously experienced uh you know so much more than me from being a professional soccer player all these years you know Bakersfield Davis he, he, guys had a cool life so um so it, it he was gracious enough to just open up whenever we talk he just opens up and, and is super cool about it so anyway I could ramble on and on but I won't but but I, I want to give a big shout out and a big thank you. To Quincy Ameriquois. he he's the reason why this show has been upgraded. Again, I am now in a in an actual studio. I mean, actual studio is a kind of a stretch. It's a studio that I've built in 
my buddy's garage. So, I mean, I guess it's the cool startup story. You know, we started in a garage. Um, but anyway, we I got some much better equipment in here. I, I got much better control over the sound. And hopefully that comes through. So... So yeah, so so this is this is while this is episode eighty-two of Football Without Hesitation, this is really episode one of this new format. And and just a quick rundown of how this format's gonna be. Intro, like whatever, follow, subscribe, y'all know the deal. And then from there, I'm gonna go directly into the standings update. This year's gonna be pretty easy because all you gotta do is look at the bottom of the table. You look at the bottom of the table and there you find the quakes. So it's easy. It makes my job a little bit easier. Like everybody, pull your pull your MLS standings out. Look at the bottom of the table. That's the team that we're following. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so we'll start with with the standings update. You know, for the whole league, not just the Quakes. You know, just a lot of games going on. Just to also start familiarizing some people with the names of the teams. Again, th- this is a welcoming podcast, dude. And again, I am an American soccer fan. And just a soccer fan in general, and I, I understand how assholey the American soccer fans can be. They, they absolutely, it, it's absolutely fucking hilarious how they get so upset that the league doesn't grow or or, or the TV numbers don't grow, and, and and if somebody comes in and says Derby instead of Darby, then they lose their fucking shit. Like, yo, that's fucking hypocrisy, dog. You can't be wanting people to come in and then get upset at bandwagon people who join who are now LAFC fans. You you can't have it both ways, bro. We're either you're either gonna grow the league and, and be accepting of everybody, or or you're gonna try to be some fucking Euro snob. Say, oh man, uh, New York is red, man. You see the Derby, the Derby, motherfucker. It's called a Derby. Anyway, this is not about anger. This is about the new show. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so we'll start the show with the intro, jump right into the standings. Right after that, we'll jump into the Quakes update, who they played last week, how did it go, who they play next week, who did who did they sign, who didn't they sign, will they ever sign a left back? All that will be handled in that second segment of the Quakes update. And then uh, if there is any more time, I'm trying to keep this show about 20 minutes, you know, 20, 25 minutes, not too long. Longer than the MLS show with Kaylin and Susanna, but way shorter than the Joe Rogan podcast. Try to keep it entertaining, man. Trying to keep it entertaining. I, I, I understand. Again, there's not too many voices out there talking for MLS, talking about MLS, especially the San Jose earthquakes. And that's another reason why I really want to, I guess, professionalize it, quote unquote, a little bit more is... I, I want to be able to, I, I can reach out to these, to this team, to these players. We can start getting some, some information out of them. Like I said, I, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not Eduardo Galeando. I'm, I'm, I'm not this big sports journalist that, that's, you know, that has all the hard hitting questions and, and, and knows all the technical aspects of this sport, but I can ask tough questions, you know, and, and I love telling the story. I love this team. I it, it it bothers me as a MLS fan how terrible this team is doing because I'm such a big supporter of them. And when people go to look at the how this team is doing, they're not interested. They're not interested in a losing team. You're not going to jump on a bandwagon of a losing team. 
Um, so, so yeah, so it, it gets a bit frustrating. Um, but anyway, I, yeah, I go on and on, on and on and on. So yeah, so for now, that's the new structure of the show. Intro, standings update, quakes update. If we got time, we're talking about MLS. We're talking about world soccer, world cup. Well, again, we'll definitely get into the world cup today. Oh, snap. Croatia, you... That was that was beautiful. That was that. That's why we watch the game, man. That's why we watch the game. That in Croatia, they've played what one twenty two three hundred and sixty minutes of soccer in the last three games. It's a ninety minute game, dog. And damn. And now they're in the finals of the World Cup. Congratulations, Croatia, man! Congratulations. That was a it was no fluke. There was there is no question as to do you deserve to be there. Croatia absolutely deserves. If you go off that first half, you're like, shit, they better hold on. It's about to get ugly. That, that, again, that halftime speech, man, that halftime speech, I don't know who did it. I don't know if it was the coach. I don't know if it was one of the players. I don't know if it was one of their moms. That halftime speech, that's that, that's that fucking... That's that Jim Harbaugh shit, dude. Jim Harbaugh had this amazing ability to get his team going at, at at halftime. I don't know what the hell that dude would say, but sometimes some coaches have the ability or some players have the ability. But yeah, we'll we'll get into that later. But anyway, I like I said, let's get into this show. Go start the show. We're going to start the show. Let's start the show. New format. New team. New Oz. Come on, Quakes, follow along. Let me pull you. Let me pull you along. Let's do some switches, hear me? But anyway, again, like I said, welcome to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. I am your host, Oz. And if if you don't follow me yet on social media, I suggest that you do. I'm fucking hilarious. Just kidding. I never post shit, bro. Again, that's that's part of the revamp. That's part of the revamp. More posts. More shit talking. More goodness. You can follow me on Instagram at FWH Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Baldini10. That's B-A-L-D-I-N-I-10. That is my Italian alter ego. Baldini was a central midfielder for Roma. He never, never reached the heights of his career that he expected, but he made it to the bench of Roma, which was good enough for him, man. He should have never made it that far, but he did. And that's Baldini. So Baldini, when when I get emotional talking about soccer, when my hands start going, that's Baldini talking. So you can follow up Baldini at Baldini10 on Twitter. Mostly will be Oz. You can also subscribe. This, this is the huge one. If you just click on my on my link and it takes you to a white web page with just a player and you play it, that's no good. You can go ahead and listen to it. I don't mind it. I, you know, I still get the download, you still get the content, but it's much more user-friendly to go through Google Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, one of them services. They're just made for that. So I highly suggest you uh, follow, uh, subscribe to Football Without Hesitation on all of those. If you can't find us on any of them, please let me know again on Instagram or Twitter and I'll get myself on there. All right, so there we go. Was that was that too hard? Was that too hard? That was, that was just half of the show, introing everything. 
Next week will be quicker. But standings update. Oh, man, let's get into the standings update. Well, like I said earlier, if you were here a couple minutes ago, all you do is you go to the table, you go to the bottom, it says San Jose Earthquakes. This team has gone downhill. Again, currently, as of this recording, which it's the 11th today, right? Let's see. Yes, it is Wednesday, July 11th, as I'm recording this. Currently, the Earthquakes, again, sit at, at the very, very last place. 12 ties. No. Oh, that's it's even worse. That's even... Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Two... Wait, what the f... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That That's what I'm going to get into with my, when my MLS talk. It, it is goddamn impossible to find fucking stats and good information. It always changes. So, all right, here we go. The San Jose Earthquakes have won two games, lost 10, and tied six. Hmm, a little bit better, a little bit better. So, that's good enough for last place, 12 points. 0.67 points per game and again if you're not familiar with what that means in soccer every uh, for every win or in mls at least every win you get three points a tie is one point a loss is zero points so if you play three games you win one you tie one and you lose one you end up with four points over those three games so the quakes are averaging 0.67 points per game like I said, if you tie, you get one. So that'll that'll let you know where the hell they are. Um, and that's bad. That's bad. How how bad is it? It, it? It's it's historically bad. People have been talking about that this might be the worst San Jose Earthquakes team ever. Ever. Remember, this this history goes back until 1974. I don't know if people aren't lying or going that far back, but fuck it. Putting words in your mouth, internet people. Quakes, worst quakes since 1974. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that. Um, so I looked it up. So I was like, what is the current worst record? What What is, what's the floor right now? What is the floor? What, what do we got? How far down do we have to go? And you don't have to go that far, dude. Actually, the 2014 was the worst year on record. Again, granted, I only went back to 96 when the season started. I mean, when, when MLS started. But 2004 was the worst year ever for the San Jose Earthquakes. They had six wins, 16 losses, and 12 ties. Good enough for 30 points. But that is .88 points per game 0.88 once again they are on 0.67 right now and in 2014 they scored 35 goals 35 goals in 34 games 35 goals in 34 games holy shit so i'm not the best mathematician or whatever i'm not good at that stuff but i was like well, let's let's figure it out. How many points per game are they currently getting? How many point? How many games are left based on that average? How many points 
can they end up with? So currently, according to my math, the San Jose Earthquakes are on pace to end the season with 27 points. 27 points. That's a whole loss, a whole win or loss, whatever you want. A win, I guess. A whole win less than in 2014. And this is... I don't even remember. I guess it, it was so traumatic that I, I must have been numb. But this was this was an interesting little tidbit here. The last win of the San Jose Earthquakes 2014 season, the last time they won a game in 2014, was on August 2nd. The first weekend of August. The, that was the last time they won. For, again, for people that are not familiar with MLS, the MLS season in 2014 ended on October 26th. Okay? Okay? So they went from August 2nd to October 26th without winning. Without winning. I mean, there were some ties in there. There's a fair amount of ties. But, oh, man. So so I, I've been trying to say this. This team is different. This team is much different than it was in the past. I got used to that Goonie ball. And really, that was that was exciting for the last five minutes. You know, if in the last five minutes, the Quakes were within a goal or two, something might happen. You know, Lenny's going to try to fucking break somebody in half. Wando's going to just come out of the ground and score a fucking goal or something. Um, and that was neat. When it worked, if the the energy leaving the stadium and driving home was neat. But for the ties or for the losses or, or for the sloppy wins, that type of goonie ball, that was terrible. Absolutely terrible. I, and I guess it had an identity in the fact that it was called goonie ball. But, but you know... Well, again, I, I've been going since Buckshot, but let's just say at least since Avaya opened, because that, that's the big bar and everything. But since Avaya opened in uh, 2015, like you could leave at any fucking time during a Quakes game. You were you were hardly at the edge of your seat. You didn't it didn't seem like they were ever going to create something. And this team is different. That is. I know that is extremely controversial and like fucking half the people listening he's probably just turned it off right now. But this team is more entertaining to watch over 90 minutes. How about that? How about that? I, I know the, the players aren't aren't playing up to their potential or, or maybe that they just can't play well with each other. You know, that that is for sure. For sure. My my biggest complaint with, with Jesse's signings um is they don't seem to pan out they don't they don't seem to pan out but there's got there's there's a method to the madness bro um this this dude this georgian dude they they just signed who 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 was his teammate uh 9 years ago Danny Husen who's his fellow countryman Avako like, I don't, there's a reason why they're getting these players. I don't know. Again, I, I, I'm i not in the know. Any journals out there, any real journals that know what's up? What's going on with that? Danny Husen, uh, what's that? I think it's Vitesse was, was the team from Georgia. 
There, um, Huzen went through. Actually, look, let's pull up Danny Huzen right here. Let's see when Danny Huzen played for them. But what, what, what's going on there? Did this dude just... Did Jesse just find like a little cheap little pot of gold there? Well, I guess it's not gold. Not AJ. He played for Ajax. Holy shit. Yeah, FC Grongingen. Anyway. There's a team called Go Ahead Eagles. How fucking cool is that? The Go Ahead Eagles is a Dutch football club from Deventer. Playing in Er Erste Divise. But anyway, I, I don't know if Jesse just like feels that there he's got this little pocket of players that don't know what to know about. And he's going to pull them out of, you know, Europe and make them do stuff because they haven't. Or... It, this, this is a monumental shift. This is a huge shift for the team to try to get an identity, to try to, to do something different from being uh, presided over by a guy who, who presided minor league teams and, and actually got a reputation for a stadium builder, yo, Dave Cavill. That worked out for you. But this is a team that is now trying to think like a soccer team i believe i believe again it does not seem like it's working but dude it's it's like again it's just like starting a new job and how fast do you acclimate and it's not just going you know it's not just not transferring you know you didn't go from one mcdonald's to the other and, like, you should figure out in a week. Like, yeah, it's still the same sport, but the league is different. This team had no identity. This team had no fucking home until 2015, yo. Like, so so I, I, I'm, I'm being extra patient. Um, it sucks to see this team take a, a huge step back as it seems to have. But that, I don't know, I don't see how that how that proves that it'll continue to do that. Um, I guess I'm just trying to say, let's, let's give Jesse a full two transfer windows and this year and, and what will happen. And, 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 and we also got to think about, again, this is MLS. This isn't, yes, they're from San Jose. Yes. You know, they got some money, but who owns this fucking team? Yo, Lou Wolf. Lou Wolf, who also happens to own the Oakland Athletics, who are a good team. They they found out that Moneyball shit, and they they found players. But come on, dude, dude, don't put no money into it. They switched over again. Dave Cavall over to the to the A side of it. I'm sure he's trying to get some of that magic. But yo, we got to realize who the owner is, and. The reality of it is that shit rolls downhill, you know? And if Lou Wolf is, is up top dropping stinking loads, then we're all getting dirty. And I I, I really think that's the old, when it's actually going to change is somebody different has to buy this team. But Lou Wolf is a shrewd businessman. 
why would you sell this team right now? Why? When, when cities are fucking at each other's throats trying to build stadiums for these teams, trying to fucking bring these $250 million expansion fee teams in, into their... Lou Wolf just literally sits on his hand and the Quakes get more and more valuable. And if you don't believe that, then who the fuck owns the land that the stadium's on? And who owns the stadium? Come on, bro. Come on. Lou Wolf would... It would be a good soccer move to sell the team. It'd be a terrible business move to sell the team. Why would you sell this cash cow? They're in San Jose. At some point, they're going to sign some fucking C-list Mexican dude, and that's going to get couple thousand people going to the game that's how fucking that's how thirsty the latino mexican soccer community is to go out to find their team because that's the local team that's the local team i got i've gotten shit for that oh i follow chivas i follow chivas oh yeah how many home games have you been to okay okay well we got a professional team an hour away but people don't care because the team sucks it's not going to get better until Lou Wolf sells the team, I don't believe. Um, that being said, I'm an idiot. So what the hell do I know? One thing I do know is that we got a keeper situation going on. Andrew Tarbell seems like a, a nice guy and everything. Seems kind of shy, doesn't really, doesn't seem to, to to think that he belongs where he is. But hey, bro, you're on this team, you're starting, you belong. That's all there is to it. You fucking belong or else you wouldn't be between the fucking posts. The fuck out of here, dude. You belong. You're fu- you're, you're a professional soccer player in, in one of the, the fastest growing soccer leagues in the world. You belong. You're a good fucking player. Um, But I don't know if he's the future. I don't know if he's the future. Um... Like I said at the beginning of the show, I, I was curious because we have uh, JT Marcinkowski down in Reno. Uh, Reno uh, Reno FC is the the minor league team, again, if you will, of the San Jose Earthquakes. They play up in Reno. They send players there to get, get them some time or, or to you know recover after an injury. And uh, they pick and choose any good players that come out of there. Uh, currently... Uh, Reno has has a pretty damn good keeper in, in JT Marcinkowski. And so I, I was like, well, what do the numbers say, man? This is America. We must have numbers. Soccer people hate stats. And I get it. I get it. What stat st- tells the story? What stat tells the story that you want to know? It don't. What really tells the story is what happens on the pitch in those 90 minutes on Saturdays. So I dug through every single fucking website that I could. Transfer markets, sjearthquakes.com, mls.com, fucking Opta, seeing if they had anything I could sneak into. And it was so, so difficult to find not just previous stats, you know, historical stats, this year's stats... I could find, uh, I could see how many uh, shots on goal Andrew Tarbell has, but I can't see how much, what his save percentage is. The fuck? The fuck, dude? Yo, MLS, if you want people to talk about 
your game, if you if you want reporters to bring it up, they need they need the stats, they need the stories. They, they, how what the fuck? How are they supposed to do the stories if if three different websites have three different stats? Who's telling the truth? And then the one stat that you're looking for, the MLS official website don't have. Opta don't even tell you how much it. I'm already like fuck it. I'm gonna sign up for Opta. I don't know how much it costs, but maybe I can afford it. Probably not. But you can't even. It's even hard to get that information. So anyway, I don't know how accurate these stats are. And these, I pulled four stats uh, to compare Tarbell with Marcinkowski. Again, Tarbell in San Jose, Marcinkowski in Reno. These are the four stats that I came up with. I don't know how accurate these numbers are. I, I try my best. I tried my best. And so uh, minutes. Tarbell's played 1,600 minutes. Marcinkowski, 1,400 minutes. Again, they're both starters. They play a lot of minutes. Goals allowed average. This was fucking interesting. This one was fucking in the goals allowed average. Tarbell is averaging 0.48 goals allowed per game, while Marcinkowski is almost double that at 0.8 point goals per game allowed. He probably has a stronger offense to, to hook him up, but I might have done my math wrong. Because then, then you look at save percentage. And this is where it gets tricky. Shots on goal versus shots, full shots taken or shots that the goalie had fucking react. I don't know. So save percentage. Andrew Tarbell's save percentage is 60%. Marcinkowski's at 70%. Higher save percentage. Maybe faces more shots. I don't know. This is the one. This is the big one. This is the one where I'm like, I don't know if Tarbell's the future. This one hurts. This one's tricky. Is the pass success percentage? I don't know if I've if I've just noticed it or at this point I'm just picking on Tarbell, but poor guy does not seem to know how to distribute the ball from the back like that out there. And the way this team is designed with with, with no backline or midfield is kind of tricky to you give that shit to Quintana and. I go to the beer fucking, I go to the bar. Like, I, I, I don't know. Quintana is a liability out there. But anyway, the pass success percentage of Andrew Tarbell is 49%. One out of two passes go where they're supposed to. Or one out of two passes don't go where they're supposed to. However you want to word it. JT Marcinkowski's pass success percentage is 66%. 16, a full 16% higher. And that's where it all starts. That's where it all starts. If your keeper has, you know, midfielder or defensor chasing down a pass, that allows the other team to, to react and, and, and build a counter. And it's happened a lot of times. So again, when, when you look at the, you know, the, Saves and the goals allowed. Tarbell's pretty good, actually. You know, pretty damn good. It's just that pass success percentage is terrible. And like I said, I, I had str struggle, trouble, struggle, trouble. I struggled and I had trouble finding that stat. So I don't know how accurate it is. Any San Jose earthquakes, front office people listening, yo, slide me a little opto numbers, homie. Little, little, little opto, leave it up on your screen or something, little. We go a little scrolling, little screenshot, something. Cause 
it sucks. It sucks not knowing the full story because you can't get the full story. Who the fuck has these numbers? Sure, the Quakes have a version of these numbers. Do they match MLS numbers? Do they match Opta's numbers? Or are MLS numbers only coming from Opta? I don't know. I don't know, man. What I do know is that it's getting late. I've I've been working. This is my third, my third chamba of the day. I'm tired. I need to go home. I need to relax. Quakes, Quakes play on Saturday. There you go. Hey, how about that? Let's let's end it with that. Let's end it with that. Padres beating the Dodgers. Beautiful, beautiful. Keep it up. So yeah, let's see. Uh, they play. Who do they play? I know they play Saturday at four thirty. Montreal. Is it Montreal? Damn, they're already the Reno fans are already talking shit. Reno's playing LA Galaxy two tonight. Uh, dude, they're on like a fifteen game unbeaten streak. That team is fucking. It's weird that 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 that's our, that's our farm team. Can we just be them for a bit? Look, they're up three to nothing. They're up three to nothing again. Again, Reno FC eighteen sixty eight. They're up three to nothing in the 51st minute against LA Galaxy 2. Get the fuck out of here. That's a good... T- that Damn. Damn. All right, hey. If you're on Nelly, think we might have a, a, a keeper. Think we might have a better keeper within the organization. Think it might be a chance. Can't get any worse, baby. Can't get any worse. This is already... Historically, the worst season by the numbers. Can't get worse. We're on the floor already. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so so this Saturday, Montreal, fuck, another two-game road trip. Portland did not go did not go well. Then they went from Portland all the way to Montreal. It's hot as fuck. I don't know, man. Oh, come home already. Come home, Quakes. The second half of the season. I'm not saying that they're going to pull some kind of miracle or anything, but it's 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 home heavy. It's home heavy. They've played like two games in the first six weeks. It was fucking weird. Now, let's see what this team could... Is there any consistency? Does Starre not know about substitutions? Maybe he don't. Um, It's the American game. Maybe he thinks that, that we don't do that shit. I don't know. I don't know. The second half of the season is going to be very, very telling. Is this team going to keep burying its head in the sand and, and, and try to maintain and, and pretend like this is going to get better? Or are they going to, is the front office going to do something to prove to the fans that the, the effort is being made to improve the quality of this team? Props on you for not raising ticket prices. Um, but if you if they would have raised prices one dollar i would have not got them and i i know a bunch of uh season ticket holders probably said the same thing and they would have had a fucking mutiny they they'd be like oh shit tampa bay's back and shit tampa bay mutiny i know that team huh old ass team um that was a terrible joke i'm sorry i'm sorry I don't know why I'm trying to drag this on. Anyway, Saturday, 4.30, Montreal, viewing party in Japantown. I forget the, uh, the name of the bar, but 
see you there. I'm going to try to make it. If not, catch me at the next home game. Again, hit me up. Buy me a beer. I'll appreciate it. I'll give you a thumbs up. Thank you for the beer. Uh, anyway, I am Oz. This is Football Without Hesitation. Again, go Quakes. I love y'all. I love y'all, but it hurts. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace out.